Welcome to Funding the Dream, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. My guest today is special. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. I have him on the phone. Uh, he's in the car and he's traveling, but he uh, was generous enough to give us some time. You know him. Uh, you know the works of his uh, father, and uh, you your life has probably has been touched somehow like mine has. I'm talking to Luke Gygax uh, from... Uh, the uh, Gygax family, Dungeons and & Dragons, and Gary Gygax, the creator of D&D. Luke, thanks for joining me. Hey, my pleasure, Richard. Thanks for having me on. Now, you've been involved just recently. You were off doing GaryCon, weren't you? Yeah, GaryCon was, uh, just happened March uh, 7th to 10th in uh, Lake Geneva. It was uh, GaryCon 11 already. I can't believe it. Oh, we're I... moving into uh, two decades. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to, I remember when you first started that. It is hard to believe that that's been going. And the reason I hesitated when I introduced you is I realized, Luke, that you and I know each other kind of outside of the gaming community, but I don't actually know how to introduce you into the gaming... How do you introduce yourself into the gaming community? Uh, well, I just say I'm uh, one of the sons of Gary Gygax. I'm the founder of Gary Khan uh, Gaming Convention. I think that's what most people associate me with now. Uh, I, I am also uh, an author of game supplements. I've written uh, several modules that are compatible with, uh, uh, with D&D. Um, uh, but pretty much uh, these days, uh, my con, uh, Gary Con organization is is what I'm probably best known for, and it takes up just about all my time. Yeah, it takes up all your free time because you are a, a full time uh, National Guard. We were talking about that. You and I have both been in the National Guard. Uh, you're currently uh, doing that full time uh, in California, and so that takes up most of your time, right? That does. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, so uh, my day job is the operations officer for the 224th of Stanford Brigade in the California Army National Guard. I'm also uh, uh, a husband and a father to three young daughters, uh, uh, Miriam, Amir, and Sabrina, uh, who are, uh, gosh, 11, 8, and 5. Uh, so, yeah, that, that keeps me pretty busy. And isn't it f- funny, you, uh, if you're like me, I start measuring, okay, how long has Gary Khan been going? Then it'd be like, oh, how old's my oldest? All oh, right. And that, those major events in your life, you start tracking it based on the age of your children. So I can, I can understand that. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about today about the impact that's happening. Um, that I had a guest recently on who is doing that D&D is becoming such an imp- uh, influence. It has been an influence, but it's becoming an influence in interesting places where people are making their living being part of the D&D environment. And I'm not talking about just selling modules and, and selling the game, but actually playing the game. Now, you have had some experience with that. You've done some live, live streaming of D&D sessions. Uh, my guest that I had on before, Jason Massey, he does something called Dungeons and Ramden, Randomness, a podcast that he makes a living at doing as a D&D campaign. And I wanted to talk to you about that. Tell me a little bit in our audience about you've done some streaming of some D&D games. Kind of talk about how that happened. Yeah, sure. So uh, I, I really kind of uh, stumbled into it. I knew that uh, streaming was very popular and that uh, folks, especially like Critical Role has been has been very popular. I met Satine Phoenix and, and she had uh, streaming games. And I was at the Stream of Many Eyes, which was a Wizards of the Coast uh, a, a several-day stream. And it was just gorgeous. I said, you know what, I, I want to do this. And uh, uh, so not knowing any better, not knowing what I was uh, getting into, I decided that I would uh, run my own event. I was just going to do one day of streaming uh, and uh, call it Founders and Legends Day. And I just wanted to talk about, uh, give an introduction a little bit about the history of D&D in the background and then play uh, a game of first edition Dungeons and Dragons and two fifth edition games. And uh, I did it on my father's 80th birthday. Uh, uh, so that was uh, July 28th of uh, 2018. 
and a video. It's out on YouTube if you search Founders and Legends Day, and it was it was great. But uh, a 12, 12 hours of streaming is about an eighteen hour day, <laughs> so there was a lot of work to do. So I put that all together in about three weeks, and I was kind enough. Uh, to have some support, the guys at Critical Role, uh, uh, let me use their studio, Wizards of the Coast, uh, uh, brought in a couple folks to uh, help me out, and uh, I hired, uh, you know, uh, hired the crew there uh, to help me, and and a whole bunch of guests came, including, uh, gosh, uh, uh, you know, Joe Manganiello was there, you know, David Baxter, uh, you know, Jason Charles Miller, Satine Phoenix, there was, there, you know, Mike Merles, the end our last game, it was fantastic. Um, and, and that was just a, a, a ton of fun. And you know, I was I was shocked that the last game we did uh, with Mike Merle had 10,000 viewers. And like I said, I put it together in three weeks. So there's definitely this huge demand for great uh, you know for great uh, games out there. People want to watch. They're excited not only to play but to see a good game. Uh, it was epic level, 18th level uh, D&D game. I played Melf, a character that uh, I've had since I was a kid. Played my dad in my dad's game, Greyhawk, and uh, Joe played uh, a character called Archon, who's his dragonborn uh, paladin, Oathbreaker paladin, um, who's part of canon as well. So it was just a, uh, and then the chemistry we had with that group of people was insane. So uh, TJ Storm, I mean, just a whole bunch. Of, you should watch it, is what I'm saying. Well, I think uh, and that was so much fun. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, obviously, I have to, but I have to ask you: What do ten thousand people tuned in to watch people playing a? And you can't call D and D a board game. D and D is like chess; it is its own world and definition of what it is. But what do you think is drawing people in to that many people, which obviously caught caught you by surprise, to watch yeah. somebody else playing a game? Well, I, I think uh, they're tuning in to uh, uh, to see a story unfold. It's like watching. It's like watching a, it's like watching a series, like watching a TV series. Uh, you know, you begin watching, and if the story is good, and the people playing the characters are entertaining, and you can relate to them, uh, you get caught up into the story and seeing how this unfolds, how their adventure unfolds. So I would say it's similar to watching a TV show. But you're right; there's not, uh, it, it's not really a TV show. People aren't acting. Uh, in fact, the game that we had that was so uh, popular, the last game with Mike Merles uh, and Joe Manganiello, uh, I'm sure a lot of that was because Mike Merles was DMing and Joe Manganiello and myself were, were playing. Uh, uh, it was all theater of the mind. Uh, but Mike is a masterful storyteller, uh, and he can uh, he really draws you in. It's the, the way he, his voice, his, his mannerisms, the way he uh, conducts, uh, the whole scenario uh, really pulls people into it. Uh, and I think uh, also people have been curious about what is Dungeons & Dragons. Because if you go back in time uh, and you think about it, in when it first came out in the 70s and 80s, people weren't sure, like, what is this game with no board? Uh, what do you mean there's no beginning and end? What do you mean there's no winner? These were all revolutionary ideas. It was it turned, you know, the whole new uh, uh, dynamic. And, and And then the rule books... Are are awfully dense. There are some of our, you know, the Advanced Dungeons sure. and Dragons books are you know hundreds of pages, and uh, the style that my father wrote them, he 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 wasn't shy at using uh, you know his entire vocabulary. So uh, people were daunted by that. But when you are able just to turn on the TV in the privacy of your own home and watch you know a stream on Twitch or YouTube or what have you, uh, they realize it's a bunch of people sitting around. 
uh, you know, making up a story and making dice and laughing. And if somebody doesn't know the rule, they kind of make something up, agree on it, and go on. And so I think it demystified it and and uh, made it more accessible. People realized they could do it. And in today's age, a lot of us at work and even at home are looking at screens. And so I think Dungeons & Dragons is something that allows us, it pulls us away from the screens. We immerse ourselves in uh, face-to-face interaction with our friends, and it's really enjoyable. And so this is something that people are craving. I think that's why we're seeing this rebirth in, in, in D&D. And even watching people do that is entertaining. Or in my case, the podcast, listening to people being, I guess you, you're starting to feel part of the story and the story evolves. And that we're seeing, I also, but, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're right. People do get involved. And I think it's uh, much like uh, popular TV shows, there's the, um, the Walking Dead. I think after after that series, they would have a show called The Talking Dead, where yes. people would talk. You know, they would talk about those episodes. Well, there's chats that go on while you're streaming. There's a chat uh, area, and people ask questions, or they go, "Oh my God, can you believe that?" Or, "Oh, is this going to happen next?" Or, "Why did this per- Why doesn't this person do this thing?" So people, it's inter- in that sense, it's a little bit in- it's interactive. The people who are watching are carrying on conversations, uh, and si- you know, sidebar conversation and commenting on the action as it's going. So that, that's how they get drawn in, and that's a little bit more interactive and immersive. And I think that you, t- you touched on it, that the, when we were introduced to Dungeons & Dragons years ago, and, uh, and I recall th- that it was revolutionary as it came in, and then it kind of dropped off, and other things started to take its place. Everybody said you know the video games would ki- kill it off. But now, and I was yeah. talking to... Uh, uh, a concrete. I was at Gamma Trade Show up in Reno just this past week, and one of the things they talked about was the flood of RPGs as they're coming into Kickstarter and they're coming into other places, and it's been popular personalities, television, that type of thing that has that has contributed to this renaissance. That people are like, "Hey, I'm interested in this. Where can I find more information about it?" Because you've got Stephen Colbert who talks about it uh, as such an expert level, right? And you've got the other exec other people who are famous talking about this game and the people are like, well, what is this and how do I find out about it? And now I think you just touched on it. This gives them entry points to easily see and participate and then imagine their own game as if you had, were playing there at their, uh, in their own game and they get to take ideas and see what they've been able to do. So it, yes, it, I think it's a entirely different way that the industry is now seeing the evolution of the game from participatory now to actually immersive where fans are now watching it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, and uh, I enjoyed the founder, founders and legends so much. Uh, and I'm going to do founders and legends too. So I got to give myself a plug. That'll be Ju- July 27 and 28. I'm planning that now, but uh, uh, the streaming was so much fun. I added it to GaryCon as well this year for the first time we did streaming and uh, our Saturday night uh, stream uh, was just uh uh, it was Nick Merles again. It was a continuation adventure with uh, Joe Manganiello, who's just a huge ambassador of D&D, uh, myself, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a Beast, uh, uh, old military uh, buddy, and uh, a surprise guest, uh, a guy named Matt, uh, Matthew Mercer, who is the dungeon master of Critical Role. And uh, he came to Gary Con and he didn't want anyone to, he, he just wanted to come and, and be a long-haired nerd and play D&D. Uh, uh, but he agreed to stream with me. And, uh, man, that was just a lot of fun. And uh, even though we didn't advertise and I stood it up on just my little 
Gary Khan Twitch channel, which I started, you know, a couple days beforehand. We had, I think we had 5,000 viewers uh, for that game. Just uh, once people found out it was Matthew Mercer, uh, he has that kind of draw. Matthew Mercer and Joe Manganiello, boom, you can get 5,000 viewers tuning in on a Saturday just by uh, posting on social media. So there's this huge, it, it, it is big. It, it, is, it is growing, it's big, it's, it's vibrant. Uh, so much so that uh, I saw a clip of the CEO of Hasbro on CNBC, not somewhere where you typically think you'd hear anything about Dungeons and Dragons, uh, but uh, they were discussing, you know, Hasbro and growth and, you know, how the toy industry was going. And he said the surprise, uh, surprise growth for them was in Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, especially uh, seeing uh, uh, a new avenue in D&D as an esport. And he thought that that was going to develop into an esport like some video games or poker and things like that. So uh, that's where this could be heading to something of that scale. D and D esport, and then and so you know somebody made the comment like if you had been a high school counselor and you'd look at this young man or young woman and you'd say, well, you know, I'm not sure what skills you have, but I see that you're very active as a gamer, so you might check, pick a career move as a dungeon master. Go ahead, see what you can do. Right. I mean, I'd be signing up if my yeah. high school counselor told me that was my job opportunity. Yeah. That, and, and just uh, thinking back to my high school days, they would have said, hey, uh, hey, young man, you need to straighten up and uh, learn a real skill. <laughs> so right. it's uh, pretty amazing. One of the things I tell my daughters, I have five, you have three. Uh, mine are, are fairly grown in the um, as they're out getting jobs. I've often told them throughout their life that the job that they're going to hold in the future does not exist today. And I think that we're seeing a, a perfect example of this um, as you do that. So you have, you have your, uh, your founders. It's called Legends and Founders. Is that what you called it? Founders and Legends, because I figured I want to talk about the, the founders of the industry. And, you know, obviously my, my father is one of them. But there's, there's other important figures. And I, I, you know, through Gary Khan, I've met a lot of these uh, folks or heard a lot. If they're no longer with us, I've heard from their friends and, and, and stuff. And so I think it's important that uh you know folks are are recognized that really contributors to to the industry to the hobby uh and then legends because i i thought well what if i want to talk about people who are currently you know still working you know they weren't the founders but they're important and uh, so i just named it founders and legends day and that's going to be what was the date that that's going to be that's going to be july 27th and 28th and it'll be on uh, uh D twitch Twitch slash D&D, and I'll probably also carry that on uh, the GaryCon Twitch as well. Luke, i got to believe at some point, you got to be asking yourself, wow, I mean, you got to step back and just see this, this uh, I want to say almost a, a river of, of enthusiasm, and I use the word river only because it's, it's like a flood coming at you, a tsunami of, of things. Do you stop and ask yourself, wow, I did not see myself being here, or I'm just going to ride this thing because this is so, there's so much excitement and energy. And i got to believe the people that you're being able to interact with and meet and the fans, there, there's a lot of um, satisfaction that comes out of that. The, the lives that are being touched and the, and the influence of this game and your participation in it is having on people's lives. Yes, it's, uh, it's, been, I mean, it's been really amazing. I, it's, uh, I certainly didn't foresee this uh, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. Uh, I, I did not foresee this. Um, uh, but you know, again, my, when my father passed away, you know, I started Gary Khan and, and it grew and more and more people came. It started very small, it's 150 people. And this year we had 3000, uh, in the small, and it's held in, 
in March, which is uh, obviously it's a memorial convention. My father passed away March 4th of 2008. But it's in a little town called Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, which is about an hour and uh, 20 minutes from the Milwaukee airport and about an hour and 45 minutes from O'Hare. And there's no easy way to get to it. And it's March, so it was, gosh, it was like 10 degrees when I was there this year, the high. Uh, so, if, you know, it's not something easy to go to. It's not like going to, uh, you know, Las Vegas or somewhere like that for a convention. So if you want to be there, you really wanted to be there. And this year we grew to almost 3,000 people. And folks, you know, I, I, a man, I remember he came up to me. He had his young son, probably 10 years old with him. He was from ba- came from Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, a guy comes from Australia each year. Uh, you know, so worldwide, uh, more, I, see, <laughs> I see some of my friends from Los Angeles uh, in Wisconsin more than I see them in Los Angeles because I'm so busy, you know, at, at GaryCon. So uh, it, it's just, just um, amazing energy uh, behind it. And of course, uh, I've been fortunate enough uh, uh, to help carry on. You know, it's my honor to carry on my father's legacy and, uh, you know, uh, keep doing a little bit of the work that he's done, that he did in his life, and to uh, try to make sure that people remember who he is and, and you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of his contributions to to this phenomenon of Dungeons and Dragons, and um, I think it's more clear today that there is a major popular cultural influence from Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and that wasn't the case uh, even just a few years ago. But I've been doing my best to promote that, uh, and obviously shoot all these guys like you mentioned your uh, you know your Stephen Colbert's, your your Joe Manganiello's, your uh, you know Pat Oswalds and uh, uh, you know th- those guys uh, with the uh, fame behind them, they're able to uh, come out and say, "Hey, we're gamers." Uh, that's really, uh, really made a huge impact. I think I think it has. Luke, thanks for your time. We're uh, we're about out of time, and I appreciate that you've uh, been in the car and traveling with us. Where where are you going to show up next? If somebody really is a fan and they're hoping to be able to see you and meet you, where are you going to be next? Uh, my next convention that I'm planning on going to is at DenCon in uh, August. Um, if you can't catch me there, come to Hawaii. I'll be a guest of honor at uh, HawaiiCon in September. And then, of course, uh, GaryCon in uh, March of 2020, if you can't make any of those. Okay. Wait, wait. When's the Hawaii Con? Because that's, that's the one uh, I want to go to. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll have to get you the exact. I think it's, I think it's the uh, like 19th, the 16th and 19th, something like that. Uh, of September. I have it on my calendar. I'm driving it. I, otherwise, I'd look it up for you. No, that's all right. I, I thought you were about to say, I'm driving to the con. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luke, thank you so much for your time. This has been great, and I certainly appreciate it. And if you have just a few minutes afterwards, we'll, I'd like to you know, just have another short conversation. We'll put it up on Patreon for those who are Patreon uh, backers of the show. Sure, that sounds great. Thanks hey. for having me. Look, it's been great. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Luke Gygax, and we've talked about Gary Khan. We've talked about uh, the development of D&D as, a, as an e-sport and uh, some of the success that we're seeing as this develops. Uh, that, that says a little tongue-in-cheek, but it might go there. Uh, hopefully you've heard something inspiring. I know that I have. Thanks for listening. If you have a chance, uh, you can join us on the Patreon. Uh, Luke and I are going to have another short little conversation, and then you can find us on Facebook at the Funding the Dream on Kickstarter Facebook group. Thanks for listening. Take care.